This is Calvin Buchanan. This is Cornell Beard. This is Underrepresented, the podcast about design and culture. What's good, Calvin? How's your week been? Um, my week was pretty low-key. How about you? Anything happened to you specifically this week? This week? Actually, so yeah, we have, um, at my job right now, we've been going through some like some changes uh, with our structure. Okay. Um, we had a few designers leave recently. Uh, a lot of designers have been like, reaching out to actually apply for jobs. Um, and, you know, with myself being there for about a year now, a little more, well, a little more than a year, um, I've been thinking, like, what actually is, like, a, the, the right time to, like, apply for jobs? What time is it to leave a job? What time, like, how do you reach out to people about, you know, say you work for UHG right. and I want to apply for a job there, like, right. we haven't talked for a year. Is it, you know, right of me to, like, reach out to, like, you and, like, hey, like, I want to apply for that job. Can you give me an in or whatever it is? Like, and so it's been, like, a really a reoccurring topic within, like, myself, I guess, this last week. Um, okay. So you um, thinking about the, I guess the actual process of when do you know when it's time to leave or when do you, someone I guess gonna push you out of that nest too or kind of what yeah. that process is like? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just when do you leave a job or when do you feel like that you've over- overstayed your time at this job? Whether that's like because of your experiences like grown drastically or you feel like your job is too hard, you need to actually like you know revert back to something a little easier. Okay. Um, so yeah, just and I guess pertaining to myself and like how long I've been in my current. Um, employer that I, you know, like I enjoy and like I don't, I like my job a lot, but it's like when would I know to actually like you know go to that next step to either switch to either art direction, creative direction, another senior design position, or right. whatever that, whatever that is, you know. Okay, um, I could talk a little bit about my own kind of journey. Um, so when I went, I've thought about making a move to UHG. Um, yeah. I had been creative director at another healthcare IT company. And I'd been there for just under five years, and I was like, what do I want to do next? Um, yeah. When do I know it's time to, for me to move? Um, one of the things that kind of <laughs> helped accelerate my uh, move was that there were a, a lot of change within the department. Um, yeah. We had, like you said, we had, like your uh, position, we had lost a lot of people, but it wasn't just designers. We had lost people like across the board. Um, and I was like, what does my future look like here with so many new people, so many people leaving, and so many new people coming on. Am I gonna be able to do my job effectively? Still, am I gonna be able to kind of grow my career in this position that people are just leaving? Yeah. Because, um, like I said, if everyone's leaving all the time, then what's what does this place look like in two years? And like I said, trying to think for myself in two years. Yeah, I just saw I saw you were podding a little bit right there, and I want to cut you off. Okay. But I was gonna ask you so. Um, throughout the entire little that stint that you're talking there, right? You didn't mention like passion. So like, where does like passion reside at in a profession? So like, if I'm a, a junior designer right now at an ad agency, right? I'm passionate about design, but like the work that I may be working on, like I may not be as passionate about that work. Like, how do you know like if if it's still like the right place to be or move around? Or passionate about your current work or passionate about the work that you want to move into? What do you What do you mean by the passion? Um, what is that kind of? I guess like passionate about like the work you're doing. So like. For right now, you're at UHG right. as a CD there. Right. So, do you find like passion in your everyday work? I do, and my and that's my my thing is like as a creative director, your passion isn't so much in the actual design that you make all the time, but it's more in the yeah. people that you work with. Because um, my like my position is about helping my team grow, helping them do the best. Um, yeah. Like I said, I've done a lot of design, and I don't I don't do a lot of designing now. But my thing is now about helping um, designers kind of grow and reach their full potential, and that's where my passion is at right now. So. Um, I'm passionate about my team members, about my designers who I work with, my motion designers, um, like making sure that they can get they're getting the projects that they want to work on, their portfolios yeah. looking as tight as they want it to be, um, and setting them up for the kind of success to 
take my role or move on to another role like and things like that too so all right yeah yeah and i'll answer this question too but can we take a trip down to uh, like memory lane okay to, uh, you know like young young calvin you okay know, you finish school and you're applying for these jobs and, right you know, as you mentioned before he's wearing suits to your interviews there you go like <laughs> but um so like where does passion reside like at that time of your life do you have to like bite the bullet and just like realize that you're going to end up somewhere you don't want to be for a little bit or do you actually chase that passion down and like try to find a job that really cor- like correlates with your i interest? always chase my passion um yeah. i'd Never trying to compromise like what I'm trying to do. Um, if I see a thing, I kind of set my eyes on that goal and I try to go for that thing. Yeah. Um, I had you got to work somewhere if you got to work. Um, so I've worked, like I said, at internships making hardly any money. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I had a job where I worked at 3M as a designer for a short little stint, um, yeah. but just to make some ends meet. But in that time, I was like sending my resume to places, sending my portfolio to design agencies because I know I want to work agency side. Yeah. Um, so like I said, you gotta you gotta go get what you want because. Like I said, you got one shot at this life. Um, yeah. You got to go get your stuff while you, while you got the chance to go get it, too. Yeah. So that was my... Yeah, you got to stay down to come up, right? Yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, and I think that I can I can relate to that. Okay. Um, so how did you get to your current position from, like, what were you doing before that position to get where you at now? Yeah, so... How did Patrick play a, um, a role in that? go back even, like, further, further back. Okay. Um, back to <laughs> stupid young Cornell. Okay. You know, where I was applying for jobs at McDonald's and Burger King. Okay. Um, you had a passion for fast food? Uh yeah, uh, a little bit. But <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, yeah. So first job was there and, you know, did like two or three months there. It didn't really work out too well. Okay. Went to Cup Foods and I was there or like the grocery store there and did like some uh, car pushing and cleaning and everything like that for like uh, six or eight months. Okay. Didn't work out there. Worked like in like a senior care center or like a, like a senior living facility. <coughs> uh, bless you. Thank you. Um, and I was there for like a year and a half. Joined the Army. Did that for five, six years. And so just a lot of like just like places like here to here here to here and just not really thinking about like whatever i'm doing at those times that i just I, i'm not connected with it okay but then going into design and throughout my education like my, my collegiate career and like three three internships and really i think between my freshman year or my sophomore and junior year i interned at my current agency <coughs> and i fell in love with that design like process i fell in love with like branding i fell in love with even like just being like the the agency setting right um and so that very next year, I interned at like another agency, um, which was actually another great experience. Okay, uh, working within like agriculture and like learning probably too much about like cattle and <laughs> okay. swine. I probably don't need to know, but yeah. So I did that, and I just really came back to the idea of like where I worked at that previous year at my current agency, and just like how I really enjoyed that. Like not just from like the work itself, but also like my my coworkers and like that experience was like really dope. So as I was graduating. And get my book together, I reached out to my old creative director and like asked him for his feedback about my portfolio and everything like that. Okay. And um, you know, he invited me in, gave me some good feedback, so I made the changes and everything like that, I sent it back out to him, he gave me some more feedback, and then fast forward I like ended up winning some award through AIGA. Okay. For my book, so I reached back out to him like, yo, Sam, like I wanted to say thank you for, you know, giving me this feedback. Um, I got this award, so I just wanted to like send my gratitude. And that turned into an interview at that place. And um even I mean it's kind of like going back a little bit, but within that time of my senior year, before graduating, I was offered a few different jobs, different places, and I really wanted to, like, I had my eyes set on, like, where I wanted to get to. Okay. Um, and listening to, like, that place, you know? So this this, um, <clears throat> this design director at this place that I wanted to work at, I'm taking his feedback a lot more critical than, like, my professors, the people around me, because I know this is where I want to end up at. Okay. And so, like, when I mentioned before, like, staying down, to actually get up right. is that 
I'm really focused on this one thing here. I mean, I had like backup options too and things like that, but right. this is where I wanted to put my effort into first. And if it didn't work out, then I can like try something else. Okay. But yeah, then, I mean, I've been there now for almost a year and like, I'm really passionate about the work that I get to do. And I'm passionate about, I mean, like the people that I get to work with. Okay. Um, but then I guess like going into like my next question is like, what is that? How long does that last? You know, do I stay here for 20 years at my right. current job and then retire? Um, or, um, would you if you I guess if that passion stayed there the whole time? If nah. you <laughs> <laughs> now, like I like I love my coworkers to death, and like I love like the work I get to do, but I'm also a person that I need change. You know, like I need to like, move it around. It's actually why I like okay. the agency setting of where we have 200 and I don't know, like 40 people that we work with. Or okay, work within our agency, and so having that much interaction with different people, like that's what I get a lot of joy from. Um, and I can't imagine you know being in that environment for. I would say like three, more than three to five years. But even within that, you could still, I guess, change positions within that organization, though, right? You could, yeah. if you were like a senior designer and you want to be an art director and you're a creative director, you'd still be in that same place, but you'd be doing different things. Yeah. So could you see yourself growing with a place like that then too? Um, I would love to, but this so something I really admire about the army is that when you move up into leader leadership positions you instantly well by the book you should transfer to like a different place and so like say like you and i oh okay we me you you know calvin i mean uh, alvin and abdi like we are all in this position together we're all junior designers here and then let's say you got promoted to um i don't know design director out of nowhere e5 design director and now so you're kind of like in charge of us and like you're like looking over our work right but because we've been you know like like homies for the longest like it really it's a different dynamic now you know to listen to you as my supervisor versus just as like you know my homie calvin right it doesn't work that well so what the army does is okay now that you're this design director let's move you to a different agency and okay. now you can like be in a supervisor of these people over here or you can you know help critique their work because like it's less personal now right um and yeah and so i think that's really like how i think i would like to have my career continue to go okay so when i do transition to like that next level whether that's you know um senior designer or art director whatever it is right i i don't think i want to have it at my current place maybe if i went somewhere else and then came back as a uh, a more senior position right. I think that makes A little more sense to me Okay That's dope that the army Does it like that Because I think that is One of the toughest things For people to transition from um, Peer To yeah. kind of Manager or boss Or somebody like that When you work with those people um, I think it can be done I think it is a test Of your kind of Leadership skills I think it's um, I just think it's a dope way To test yourself When you're yeah. doing some stuff Like that too It helps you kind of grow as a, Like I said As a leader like If you can go from peer To leading your team Of team of people Who you used to work with yeah. I think that's just show that you can really kind of do a little bit of everything then too. Yeah. Um, I know that was always one of the things that, like I said, I didn't, I had moved to a new position when I had got, um, went from designer, senior designer to creative yeah. director. So it wasn't like a thing of like moving up with my team, but I think I could see how that could be a challenge for some people. And I said, I like how the army has that set up too. So I think that's a, I don't know. The army has a lot of things figured out. So yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, they've been around for a long, right. a long time. Uh, and they got a lot of people in there too. Right. But, um, so I guess like on the topic of leadership, do you feel like there's a, so I'm, I'm asking you this question about me and like, you know, how long is too long at a certain job and like, what should I do to move around? Right. Do I apply for new jobs? Do you ever feel like it's like a, your position as a leader to tell you know, like your um, designers, animators or whatever you have, right. like to say like, yo, like you've been here for two years or four years or five years, or whatever that time is. Um, I think you should actually leave because you are at a place where like you need to grow and we don't have any more growth for you here. 
I think that's like you said. I think it kind of depends on who you are as a person, kind of as a designer. Like you were saying, like you need that kind of change. Some people don't yeah. need that kind of change. Some people can do a thing, be great at that thing, and they don't want to. They don't want to grow into a different position. They're not looking for a new opportunity. They want to do what they do, come to work, crush that thing, and then yeah. go home. Um, so if if I know there's a designer who wants to, like I said, want to be a creative director, and we don't have that position here, I'm going to look for, like I said, United Health Group's a giant organization. So if there's a different yeah. thing for you to be in somewhere else, I will try to help you get into that position. Um, but if you're fine with um, coming in and being a senior designer, you want to knock that out for the next 20 years, I'm going to help you be the best senior designer you can be then too. Yeah, so I'm going to try to put you in the best position of where you want to go personally. Like I said, it's not up to me to kind of force where you want to do with your dreams. It's up to you. So yeah. whatever you want to do, I'm going to help you get that to that spot. So Yeah. And so would you wait for a conversation like that? Or would you, like, if I'm, you know, you can see, like, the work, that you can see, like, my lack of interest either in work or if I'm just not putting my energy into these things anymore like I used to. Right. Do you think that, like, you, like, look for signs for those things or you kind of just, just, like, play it by ear? You do. Um, like I said, I have check-ins with my team members, like, once a month, too. We kind of just go over, like, kind of where they're at, kind of how yeah. they feel about things, too. And then we have, like, yearly reviews and stuff like that, too. Kind of see what your goals are overall and kind of are we tracking to your goals and where you want to be. Yeah. Um, and if those goals are, like, there are people who, like I said, you want to be. I'm trying to move up through the organization. Then we're going to make sure we you got you on that path to move up. But if you're like, I want to just do what I'm doing now, but make some more money next year. We're going to make sure you can do that thing too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah money conversations. <laughs> right. Yeah, those is always a little tough to have too. Yeah. Are they? Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that especially within, well, me being like on like the more junior side of things, it's like, how do you actually know? What your your worth is, other than just looking on, you know, like Glassdoor and like Sally places like that, right? And like you know, you can ask friends out of the agencies and like, yo, like how much you making? Right? And they like whether it's like four thousand more than you or two thousand less than you, whatever it is, right? Like how do you actually go to your employer and tell them like, this is my homie Calvin and he's over here and we got the same position, the same experience, but he's getting paid, you know, five grand more than me. Like, right? I need answers, you know? <laughs> right? Is it like that or is it like? I'm actually stable right now. Like I can pay all my bills just fine. I feed me and my son, you know, adequately, and I can save money. Like I should be like straight. Right. Or, well, it's like too. It's, yeah. So I feel like it's a little, it's a little challenging. Um. When I think about it, I would say it's not. And that's just that's just me. And like yeah. I said, and it was it was it was tough for me for say, forever I too. Need money. <laughs> and that's how that's yeah. how and that's how I got because yeah. my um my my older sister she's yeah. an executive recruiter yeah and she told me to negotiate everything all the time yeah so even when i used to, i get raises now yeah and people are like oh here's your three percent raise something like that that sounds good yeah but i'd like a five percent i'm gonna need five yeah, <laughs> yeah. my yeah. sister told me and i negotiate all everything yeah. all the time when somebody like you get hired for a new position you negotiate that because yeah. everyone everyone's so just excited to have a new position yeah. that you don't want to talk real. about the money yeah my sister told me that I'm like, that's fine, but I'm gonna need y'all can't give me no more money. I'm gonna need another week of vacation off or something yeah. like that. Ooh. You got to You got to get paid somewhere yeah, because because yeah. right. the thing right. is, like I said, especially at yeah. um, large corporations, even like most places wherever you work, because yeah. they're gonna have layoffs one day, and they're not gonna be like, it's hard to have the money conversation <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to. Like I said it's gonna it's, and it's not hard. It yeah. shouldn't be hard. Yeah. It shouldn't be most places. It's not your hiring manager who's doing that negotiating with you. Yeah. It should be HR who's that kind of in between between y'all. And like I said. When you get hired on, HR is not going to know yeah. um, how you're doing with your creative director or with your design director. Yeah. Um, but it's up to you to have those conversations early. Like I said, I tell my, my daughter that she's 21. Um, you negotiate everything all the time. I tell I tell my team members that. Yeah. Um, I had a, a designer I used to work with um, before. Uh, she was a young woman, um, 26 or 27, and she got paid. 
yeah. because she negotiated everything all the yeah. time. We used to, they used to hate when it'd be reviews for us yeah. because they were like everybody's like just so happy to get yeah. increases and bonuses. Me and her would be going hard at them, yeah. and we would be going through. And like I said, if you yeah. do the thing like Glassdoor, I would pull Glassdoor stats, salary.com yeah. stats of people in this area make this much. Yeah. Show up with the presentation. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, that's what, Exhibit A. <laughs> that's what she used to do. Yeah. And, we, and, yeah. and they'd be like, uh, we got to go back to these people. Yeah. But she got paid, I got paid, because we used to go hard at them. And you got to – it's it's hard to have the conversations. Like I said, I know um, people, they get nervous about talking about money. Um, people don't – um, like I said, and I came like my my dream was to make um when I got like started going to college, I was like, one day I'm gonna make thirty thousand dollars a okay. year. <laughs> Talk about it then. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, cause I heard that's what teachers made. Yeah. And I was like, if I can make thirty thousand, I'm good. I'll be straight. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's like two thousand a month. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like that. Right. Um so I was like, I had to get to that position in my head. I had to get my, that was my, yeah. my start point in my head all the time. Yeah. Um, like I said, my designer, we used to go negotiate stuff and they, she's like, I need a promotion. And she put together, like I said, she put together a presentation of, yeah. I'm doing this type of work. Here's the people who are doing this kind of work and it's what yeah. they make. So I would say it's going to, it's tough for people to get there at first. Um, I think it helped her that I was like that. Yeah. So like I said, it wasn't tough for me. If, if it's not tough for the person you report to, it's going to yeah. make it easier for you to then to go through that thing too. Yeah. So, and so, I think the way I interpreted it as is it seems like within this like the this design field or the ad field that it seems rather cutthroat sometimes, you know? Right. That especially when you're like on the younger side of like just getting into it. Right. It's like you have, you know, this position that they're I don't know, uh hundreds, maybe even thousands or in probably some cases maybe like tens of thousands like right. applying for this position. And so how do you feel like when, okay, like we interviewed you, like you are getting this job and this is our offer letter and like that, like the hesitation were like, I think that I will like more money than this, but like they selected me now and like, I want to like, they want me. So like, should I? Right. That's it. They yeah. want you. Yeah. yeah. That's the kind of <laughs> answer the question. Right. Man. They want you. And if they, once they want you, it's, it, it, it's tough. Like I said, I'm saying it right now. Like it's an easy thing to do. Yeah. You do your heart. You send this email back. Your heart starts beating. Yeah. You're like they finna really pull this job. I've never heard yeah. of anybody getting a job pool. Like I said, for for don't me, quote right? me. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what they. I think they expect that. Uh, like I said, my sister's an executive recruiter. They yeah. know that there's always gonna be some kind of give and take. Um, the first offers wanting what they're trying to give you, like a ballpark of what they're trying to look at. And most yeah. people don't usually. They're not expecting people to take the, the first offer. Yeah. Um, but when you do, hey. They'll do that all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like I said, it's it's scary. It's a scary feeling. Um, but you, like I said, no one's gonna look out for you better than you. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah, and so I guess in the same conversation, does that pertain to like interns too? Like when interns apply for intern positions, that might be different like, interns. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're trying to be an intern, uh, like I said, we those are when you get ten thousand applications. Yeah, and you can. You might be lucky to just be getting in the door sometimes. Yeah, because um, you might not be getting paid at all. Or yeah. like I said, or if you might be getting paid just it'd be less than the fifteen dollars or yeah. fourteen dollars you'd be hearing about. So yeah. I would say take your internships and yeah. take Roll those and run. Just, yeah, <laughs> so don't ask questions. Yeah, you can uh, like I said, you can flex if you want to and try and yeah. get you some more money. Like I said, I, that's kind of my mindset now for most things. Um, yeah, I would tell my daughter the same thing. Um, or would I? Would I tell my daughter? Ooh. I would not tell my daughter yeah, yeah, yeah. get this internship and be happy about this internship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it's, I think it's different for your career than your internship. I would yeah. say get your money later in your career, internship, get you some experience. Yeah, in this same conversation, it's like, all right, so say you're an intern, you intern for your summertime, right? and they like they say, like, yo, Calvin, like we liked you working here. I want to extend your internship by another three months. And then say like, that three months comes and it goes, and they're like, let's extend it another three months. Like, when do you feel like that's another, like that time where you have to stop being an intern and realize your real value and like have to either like navigate somewhere else or like, talk to that employer like yo like I can't be an intern anymore like this $12 an hour not cutting it right um, I think that's like you said I think you need to know your own value or and say and get some people around you who can help you gauge your value yeah um, get you a mentor get you some um, designers that you know you can work with people who looking out for your good for your well-being also yeah because um, you want to bounce some stuff off some people like I said uh, three-month engagement turn to another three-month engagement turn to another three-month engagement like is this the best thing for me it's old yeah. goes back to your thing too about passion are you passionate about working here because this might turn into a full-time thing and do you yeah. want to be at this specific agency yeah because then i would say grind it out but if you like if this is just another design job to you you can go get a design job especially yeah. here in minnesota there's plenty yeah. of design jobs um so i would say go chase your dreams in but if you feel like they're stringing you along then i would say yeah yeah you're trying to make some moves trying to migrate. yeah yes yeah, i mean this worry you come on you brought up again is passion yeah and so for myself it's like that's the whole reason why like i'm actually a designer right now is because like i wanted to be passionate about something that i'm doing yeah i initially started going to school for exercise science to okay be a physical therapist because i saw that you can make six figures like almost after you finish your your entire program okay so like, that dollar amount was really enticing to me okay but then i <laughs> I don't know. I figured out that like if you work hard in any profession you do, like the money isn't like the money can be there. Just that's it too. Stay down and you, you can come up. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like there are like different types of like design that like if I design more so like really enjoy like fashion and music and like the sporting industry. Right. But like right now I work on like retail and uh, food. Like, are you passionate about that? Then are you passionate about retail as opposed to fashion or? Sports stuff? Are you? Is that where your passion lies, lies right now? Yeah. So for it's for me, it's a little different because my job, like we we do a different a lot of. It's a a large breadth of work. Okay. Like right now, I touch retail, but I've also had like a like a fashion project that's on my dock right now, where maybe like fifteen percent of my time is spent working on that, and maybe like that has like an end date of like another two months right now. Okay. Um. Then it goes back to like retail and food and some other like miscellaneous stuff. Okay. So like they're like the sports like that passion. Um. But like I said before, like I really enjoy like my coworkers and like being in that space. So like that really helps. Like she like foster a really good environment for me. Okay. But like if that passion doesn't like for someone else that may you know work within like an agriculture business and they could care less about agriculture and <clears throat> they are a designer and like this job pays well, is it worth them like staying in that environment because like they probably get paid like more than you know another position somewhere else, right? Um, or the workload is forty hours a week. Um, and you go home at exactly five o'clock, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like it's just it's just easier, you know, right? Or is it like worth to chase that passion of you know I really want to work on like uh, album covers and help you know design experiences or whatever, right? But then like with that comes you know working sixty hour work weeks and like getting paid you know a lot less than whatever you're making at whatever place, right? So does like passion really have like a home within that or like? I think so. I think it kind of depends on what your passion is. My thing is, like you were saying, that you get to work on a bunch of different things. So is your passion working on a variety of different projects? Yeah. And not being kind of just tied down to like, like I said, I'm in an in-house. So we are working on like one client. That's our internal client. Yeah. Um. So maybe your passion is, like I said, working on a bunch of different things. Or yeah. like I said, or you want to work to nine to five. Maybe your passion is um, being home with your family. Yeah. So like I said, it depends on what you think is what's important to you. So like I said, um, 
if you want to, like I said, put in the hard hours and grind and work in sports stuff and yeah. make a little bit less money, but you really want to um, work on some bulls yeah. and timber wool stuff, then that's yeah. going to be dope for you. But if you like, I really want to get out of here at five o'clock because yeah. I got to go to my son's uh, play or something like that, then yeah. that's where your passion is at then too. So, yeah. so what is your, what's, so is your passion, I guess, is it working on that variety of kind of projects or yeah. working on a, um, like I said, I guess you got, like I said, agency, you like, you never know kind of what's coming in the door. So they're like, yeah, one day you're doing target stuff. Then the next day you're like, here's a startup company and they want a new branding and all the type yeah. of stuff too. So is that kind of where your passion is at right now? Yeah. Like I do like the, like the, the variety of work that I get to touch right now and it helps keeps it a little bit more exciting We're like, you know, every day, like we all have like those projects, like, you know, like latest type out, make it look nice on this, yep. I don't know, this one sheet of paper or this little fact tag, whatever it is. Right. <clears throat> and that's like, kind of like the like the easier work um that's kind of like a little more monotonous and like it just is always going to be there but then when like those big projects come up where it's like this like big branding thing for whatever right. big company or this like new startup that has like no idea what they want to do just yet yep. and, like it's up to us to like create their entire business or whatever so like i have that flexibility like with my job okay but is that where your passion is at then well also my well my passion like i mentioned before is like more so within like the fashion scope and like music because like that's where like i just feel like i sit in life okay but i I think if I were to work in like that space twenty four seven for like my job, I feel like it may not be, I may not be as passionate about it long term, and maybe I don't know, and like I won't find out unless like I actually try it out um, as like a full time thing for <clears throat> an extended amount of time. Right. But as of right now, like it's nice to be able to like visit that part of my life every once in a while, especially for like freelance work too. Like right now, working on like Black Fashion Week Minnesota okay. for this upcoming spring, like. That's like separate from my full time job, and so like, it's like a paid job to you know help create an experience at Rosedale Center, and like designing that. It's like it's a, a dope thing that I get to work on right now, and it's a little more precious and like I'm a little more passionate about it because like I don't have like my coworkers or like my leadership from my job like critiquing and like changing. I guess like how I would design things. Okay, so. Do you that, not like that thing? You don't like the critique of stuff? No, I love the critique of okay. stuff. Like, the reason why I'm in an agency and not, like, a freelancer or, I guess, working where, like, anywhere else right now is because, like, I really enjoy that feedback. Okay. Because although, like, I feel I'm a talented person, like, I think being able to be mentored and, like, guided in this career is, like, you need this. Like, right. As a designer, like, otherwise, like, you can never actually just... If I sat in a room with a computer for 20 years, <laughs> like, there's no way that I can progress or become better. Right. Like, I need people like you to actually, like, see my work and, like, I would current this type and I would adjust the lighting and right. I would change this color. Like, maybe, like, you know, help with the con whatever it is. Like, right. that feedback is very valuable for me. Okay. And it does apply still. Like, even though, like, they may not be touching, like, my freelance work. Actually, I mean, even for some of my freelance work, like, this branding project I did last year, I was constantly going back and forth with one of my design directors at my job about okay. it. Okay. Um, just to, like, get her feedback about yep. it. Because, like, she is passionate about this project that I'm working on, too. Like, the subject was, like, it was a, a barbecue festival last year in Minneapolis. Okay. And she really enjoyed barbecue. And she's a great designer, too. So I was like, like, how do you feel about these color choices? How do you feel about this, like, type here? Like, how do you feel about, you know, this, like, illustrations and stuff like that? And so, like, I still use those resources, but it's, like, nice to be able to, like, be selective with those things yep. and not, like, have to, to go through the same process with the same people, like, for, like, my outside work, too, you know? Yep. I, I feel that 100%. Um, I had did freelance for, like I said, about a year, a couple, oof, about <clears throat> five or six years ago. Yeah. Um, 
and you do get kind of, you feel kind of isolated where you don't have that feedback because I'm, I'm used to work at agency side and then working yeah. in house where if you need some feedback you turn around and like what do y'all think about yeah. this type of stuff and when you're doing it yourself you kind of just I, I hope this looks all right because it's all you and, yeah. and there's nobody to bounce anything off of no ideas off of so you kind of just sitting in your own kind of bubble and, and then just iterating off the same idea that you have in your own kind of internal kind of criticism yeah. too so yeah uh, yeah, yeah, I can definitely feel that of yeah, no, needing that kind of feedback. Yep. Yeah, and I think that even like the, uh, not to go down like a rabbit hole of anything else, but like the freelance conversation, like that's like freelance and like actual like work, like working at an agency or in house designer. Right. Like, is there? How do you ever feel like that? You need to do that, you know? Like, if right now in my current position, like what will make me leave my current job to want to be a freelancer? Besides, I guess, like, money. Right. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if it's... Can I ask you, like, what, have you guys ever had an experience where you've been micromanaged and that made you maybe want to leave or kind of put you in a hole? Like, for design-wise, creativity-wise, were you, were you ever pigeonholed or micromanaged? I was thinking about asking you that earlier about, like, toxic work environments. Okay. And if you had, like, stories, if you want to, like, put places on blast at all. I don't want to put no places like, on blast <laughs> specifically, yeah. but, yeah. I've been micromanaged before. It is no good. Um, that's again. That's why my current teams are like. I got very few rules for my design team. Yeah. Um, you can work wherever you want to work. You can. You, if you had to work from home, you don't gotta let me know. Just let me give me a heads up. You be working from home, so yeah. I don't expect you in a meeting. I'm talking about where's this person at. Yeah. Um, as long as you at your computer, let me know that you're working from home and your assignments get turned in on time. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Um, like I said, it was uh what negative thirty earlier this week or something like yeah. that. People sending me an email left from right, working from home. So I'm at home too, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I came to the office because yeah. like I'm, I had some meetings and stuff yeah. like that. But I'm like, if they're working from home, I'm like, that's fine. You don't got to show up yeah. here, um, because I've been in that environment where somebody is micromanaging you and they're over your shoulder. Like, where's this thing at? Yeah. Why don't you have this done? And I'm like, we got two weeks on this. I'll, yeah. I'll get to that when I get to that. Yeah. I got this to work on right now or something like that. Um, you don't have to. You don't. My direct supervisor should have to know every move I'm making or where yeah. I'm going to be at or when I'm turning things in, like, yeah. as long as I'm hitting deadlines and getting things over to you in, in a timely manner, we should be good here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've been on the other side of that where, um, like I said, when I, that was one thing I was like, when I started managing people, yeah, this is one thing I'm not gonna do. Hey, I'm I'm pretty hands off. We kind of collab on stuff with my design team. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not here to be in every little detail of your job. Um, yeah. Have you got any kind of negative stuff with that? Um. As for my design career, <clears throat> I've been very fortunate. That's dope. um. To not be micromanaged maybe like my education with like teachers like micromanaging work but other than that though like i've been very very like happy okay however going back to my military career that's oh that's just like that's, <laughs> you just get micromanaged right. like you just that's your entire career is like being micromanaged by somebody else you know um even like my managers were, my, were micromanaged by somebody else being micromanaged right somebody else being micromanaged like that's just the way that the business works which is a huge reason why like it's not how I operate. Like, okay. I can't... I mean, I'm a... I think I'm a... I think you have to learn how to follow before you can actually, like, lead. So, right. I think that I learned that skill within the military. But, like you said before, like, when I'm either being micromanaged for, you know, like, you know, bedtimes or waking up in the morning <laughs> right. and, and, like, just random shit that, like, adults should not be managed about. Right. Um, I realized, like, when I'm in this position to be this person, like, I'm not going to do that. Right. So when I got to, like, you know, be an E5 and an E6 in the Army, like, I was a little more, like, lax on, like, you know, like, how I would manage. Right. But also I realized that that's not, 
it's not how the army works. Okay. Which is why like, I don't work in the army. Anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so I think that yeah, even going forward within my career, like I just there's no place for that for me. Um, as far as I think I mentioned like toxic work environments, like yeah. even outside of you know like being micromanaged or even like poor leadership, but it's like being in a space where um, maybe it's like a cleanliness thing, or maybe if it's like people around you like smell the people <laughs> or the environment uh, I guess both I mean anything <laughs> I've, I haven't really had too much back experience. like I said before my design career I feel like I've been very very fortunate okay um, like I worked at a startup earlier on um, like my first internship and now it's a little more like like running like on the fly like because everything's like a new day and like you do like Photoshop, you do Illustrator, you send out packages, you answer emails, you take phone calls, you do Skype calls, like, you just do way too much, and, like, that's probably, like, the probably slightest bit of, like, toxicity, like, that came into, like, my life as, okay. a, as a designer, Okay, but that was just, like, expected as an intern and at a smaller company, Okay, but other than that, they're, like, I've been very, very fortunate. That's dope, man. Like I said, I've been micromanaged, that's no good. Um, but like do you said, just leave those places? Like, if you feel like like one day I come in like, like I don't know like you, I saw you use the bathroom cabinet did you wash your hands you know? it's not like, even that it's like I, that I instantly like I can't be here anymore like you're doing too much I can't be in this environment and my thing is like how I said like how my team could just work from anywhere like I've yeah. been in places where like I said I like to move like that myself like I said if I want to go I'm a designer I want to be in different kind of spaces and feel the creativity yeah. so if I want to go um, to the coffee shop and go design something <coughs> I don't want somebody talking about where were you at for the last two hours yeah like I don't, I don't gotta check in with you. Yeah. I, like I said, if I'm finna go to the restroom, I don't gotta check in with you. Like why, why are you gone yeah. to lunch for two hours? Like I said, if I, as long as I'm getting my stuff done, I should be fine. Um, like I said, there's there are gonna be days when like I said I'm working from home until ten o'clock at night, or I'm working in the office until ten o'clock at night. No one's talking about why are you here for uh, over three or four hours later. But as soon as you're gone for an hour, people wanna kind of check in with you and wonder yeah. where you've been at. Like I said, all this, my thing is like all this time kind of evens out in the end yeah. of you working your 40 hours a week type of stuff too. Um, so like I said, people trying to check on you. Like I don't, that's the thing is like um, we check, we call it, we're not trying to check for no desk jockeys. Yeah. Um, we're not trying to check people in and out of time for when yeah. clocking you for the amount of hours at your desk. Cause you can sit at your desk all day and don't do nothing. Yeah. That's I don't, true. <laughs> so just cause you sitting yeah. at a desk doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Um, so if, like I said, if, if, if you being more comfortable and working more efficiently is you being at home yeah. when it's 30 degrees at below out, negative 30 outside, yeah. then stay at home and get some stuff done. Yeah. Like I said, or if it's snowing outside and you're going to spend four hours in traffic going back and forth. When you can be spending that four hours working and stuff like that, you feel like your day's gonna be more efficient. Yeah, get that done. Yeah, most definitely. Right. So I'm like I said, I'm not about clocking people at desk and whatnot. I'm about having people doing actual work and yeah. being comfortable in the, and being the most efficient about that. And then so that's like a lot more like from the managerial side. But what about as far as like being that employee that's um, like either I'm working at home or I'm at a coffee shop or I just don't come in today or like right. I go to the gym during my lunch breaks, whatever it is. And you said this thing about like. As long as you're turning your work in, like yep. we Gucci, like that's like that's, that's fine. it. <clears throat> but is there other like content like outside of that um, of like what else they need to do be doing to like be a good employee or a, a great coworker um, other than just like okay, here's my presentation deck for the work I've been doing over the last week. Well, people I'll see you later, you know? like you said too, people are adults, yeah. and I should have to check in with you to know that you. You're doing a good job, or you're doing your job at the very least, you know, to get your job done. Yeah. Um, if you're not doing a great job, like I said, if you want to talk about how you can improve on stuff, that's fine. But if you got to be at least getting the bare minimum of having your work done, yeah, showing up for meetings, stuff like that. Um, 
like I said, and most of the people who I know, who, the designers on my team, who um, they either, like I said, come in a little bit later, stay a little bit longer. Like I said, yeah. it all kind of evens out. Um, people who don't, they're not at your desk all day. But like I said, stuff is getting handed in, and it's great design stuff. Yeah. And like I said, when I send something to someone, like here's an assignment that came in, and they turn yeah. it back around in like an hour or two, like, hey, this is better than we were expecting. And like I said, and you'd have been in the office. Just because, just, just like I said, just because you're in the office doesn't mean you put yeah. in the work in either. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and like, it's like just because you're in the office doesn't mean you're getting work done. Right. And so for myself... It's um I used, I used to work as a personal trainer part time. Okay. And so I would be up at four in the morning and I'll you know Better work two me. or three hours <laughs> and then I'll, you know, get dressed and then go to the office. And so I'll be at the office from like, you know, six thirty or seven in the morning and I would try to skate, you know, around, you know, three thirty, four o'clock. But that's cause my, my coworkers they show up at, you know, whether that's nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock. And a lot of times like they don't know that I'm here. At seven in the morning, you know, right. they see me when they get in at nine thirty. They think I'm probably here at nine o'clock, nine thirty two. Right, <laughs> but they don't know I've been in here for two hours already, like grinding it out. Right, and so like, um, is that something you think that you have to communicate with people at all? Like, they tell your supervisor. Cut real quick. The camera just stopped. Okay. Alright. Yeah. So like, by me being a personal trainer and you know waking up at four in the morning and getting to the office around you know seven seven thirty sometimes or most times. And then trying to leave around three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon, right. and having like you know my coworkers like turn their head like, damn, this brother Cornell always leaving like, <laughs> you know, like what you got somewhere better to be, right? But it's like y'all don't see that I'm in here at seven in the morning, or y'all don't see that I got here at seven thirty today, and I've been grinding out for the last three hours, and y'all just walking in, right? So like, do you feel like that's actually a discussion that I would need to like have with like my, my leadership, or should I just like, you know, like let the haters hate and just move along? I've as long as your leadership knows what you're doing, I feel like you'd be good to go. I also yeah. like what's the culture of the place, because um, like I said we do. I do the same thing. I'm in at like seven, seven thirty. I'm out like four, four thirty, and like I said, people are like my team gets in. There are people who show up at ten thirty, ten thirty in the still morning. Yeah. Um, and they're there like six. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going at four. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not finna sit here and wait for yeah. y'all to leave at six thirty. Yeah. I've y'all been here sleep. all morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I said, it's all depending yeah. on what the culture of the place is. Um and my team and my team members who get there at ten in the morning or yeah, they get there at ten, ten thirty. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um like I said, again, if they gotta leave at four for something too, I'm fine with that. Like I said, I'm not I'm not finna sit around waiting on nobody to leave. Um, yeah. I'm trying to impress nobody. So Yeah. Hey, I yeah, say it's nah. about the culture of the place too. So if everybody's yeah. fine with it, come in early, leave early. Like I said, I know there's like a we have to have most people got to be in between like nine and three is like some working hours for meetings so everybody can yeah. connect with people. But if the culture is fine with it, I'm good with it. Yeah. So I think what I'm gathering from like a lot of this conversation that we had today is that navigating your career is like it's it navigates best when you communicate and like you, know, you have this like open communication with you know whether that's your supervisor with your coworkers, or even within yourself and like are you actually content with where you're working right now i think that's it too um, so like i guess like my main points like summarize it up is that how do i know when i like if my job right now isn't the right job for me or if it's like doing what it's supposed to do and like just be content with what it is is that maybe to like reach out to like my Create director like you or you know my my CD at my job right and to like ask them like I don't feel like I'm being challenged right now or I am being challenged right now and I think that things are going well or I I feel it's too challenging for me like what would you suggest that I do right that those things can be like good cues for whether you've been in a job for too long or not long enough or right. maybe it's just not the right job for you I think one of the things that um, I took away from it is that you were saying too about passion I think once once that light starts to dim for you 
um, I think you kind of know this time if you just start looking for something else then too. So I would say if I'm looking for uh, when I kind of have a inkling of when it's time for me to move, I'll say when do I not feel like I said challenged or I'm not passionate about something then too. It's not kind of yeah. have a feeling of like maybe it's time for me to start looking for new positions. Yeah, the one last thing I was going to mention too is that you mentioned very briefly earlier like, you know, discussing things with your mentor and like if you have these questions too, like maybe that you and your Maybe like you're one of your employees, like you're maybe you're not their mentor, you know, maybe right. they have another mentor that's elsewhere that they talk to like, hey, I don't feel like I'm challenging my position right now and I need to do other things that having that open dialogue with that person can really help, you know, bring value to like whether you're making the right decisions or not right now. Definitely. I think that's one of the things I think another big takeaway. I think find yourself a mentor or not if like I said, it's not have to be an official mentor, even if you have a, a group of people that you kind of bounce ideas off yeah. of just so you have yourself a circle that you can turn to when you have some questions about things what you want to do too so yeah that's real yeah well yeah i appreciate another episode hey it's been it's been real all right until next time i'll be out there <laughs> as always <laughs>